This is Cinema Architects, where four future architects sit down and design an awesome movie plot. Are we on? Are we live? And we're live. We're live. Okay. I can never hear myself on this thing. Welcome to Cinema Architects. No, you fucker. Somebody fucking intercut me, and that's gonna be a bad cut now. Ooh, I'm I'm steamed like a good ham. Ooh. Welcome to Cinema Architects, everybody. I'm Robbie. I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Nate. And we're coming at you with what appears to be a sci-fi episode. A Seafy episode. Something that you might see on that Seafy channel. Where like no man. Ghost Shark versus Ghost Octopus hey, three. Mm, Sharknado five. They're actually on six, I think. Killer yeah, but you can still see Sharknado 5. You can see Sharknado 5. You can still see it on sci-fi. Yeah, yeah I think the, the best sixth one, one is coming, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but sure, 5 but is the best. I mean, Do you guys know the no title idea. of those movies? Sharknado. Sharknado, Sharknado 2, the second one, Sharknado 3, Oh Hell No, Sharknado 4, The Fourth Awakens, Sharknado 5, Global Swarming. Of course. <laughs> I did not know there was more than two of them. Are you there kidding me? are a ton, and... <laughs> They're ridiculously stupid. Boy. And we're going to make their competitor. Dang right. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I'm hoping it's better than a CP. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's, but... not, let's not. That's a that. genre we should revisit, though. <laughs> Sci-fi original movie. Schlock. Just just That is good. Schlock. Jot it down. Jot yeah. It. We'll All put right. that on our running put it on idea the list. list. Yeah. Yeah. It's we all just, one big conglomerate. It's a lot. Of, there's a long list. That we're not posting. I'm gonna, That's true. I'm going to close the curtain, shut it, so that you guys can't see behind the scenes anymore. And we'll get on with the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So I apologize if there's a little bit of crudity in my original well, idea, because this is a bit more loose than I'm normally accustomed to going with. However, picture, it's a bleak science fiction movie. And it's we, in my head. We've split up planet Earth into basically two major sectors at this point, because it's sometime in the future. But not too far, but it's in the future. And basically, One might say the near future. The near and distant future uh, at the same time. So Earth is not only half very... It's basically a giant city. It's like a Coruscant from Star Wars. And the other half is literally just unbridled nature, untouched. Um, everybody tries to live in the city. No one wants to live in the rural area because the crux of the sci-fi movie that I'm developing is everybody is detrimentally attached to technology. So much so that the government has tried to make stipulations in place, but like everybody is literally like sucked into it, so to speak. Mm. So you're bringing back your idea from the steamiest of punks. A little bit. But it's a little darker. But it's darker. Yeah. Right. Because we never really did commit to, well, should it be about, you know, we should get away from our technology? Because it ended up being mostly about work ethic. Right. So in this version, it's based very loosely on a nightmare I had where I found myself in a hallway. (laughs) And there was... Wonderful. There was a group of people and they were all wearing masks and they were just scrolling through their smartphones. (sighs) Ooh. Because in this future, the smartphones all have face facial recognition, mm-hmm. and the only way to stay on the cell phone, because otherwise you have so much time if you see use your actual face, is they're all wearing masks. Huh. So like oh. you, the government is like you each only have like six hours of screen time a day, because oh. people are you. No, I get yep. you. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. So it's like this really creepy cult that's like, no, we we want this whenever we want it. Like to hell with whatever the government says. So they're all wearing these creepy faceless emotionless masks and they're you know looking through their phones as a group collectively but in utter silence you know Mm. and lest you disturb them they will turn hostile if i could help you paint the picture here what i have in my head is is it something like like a just a very perfect almost like gray con convex mask thing with like just perfectly perfect black eye holes and like maybe a, a a black mouth slit or something yep okay it's like the court of owls almost. Oh, it's a good in a pull. sense, right it's a good pull. Yeah, yeah. For those of you Batman fans out there, um, and I had other ideas where other other kind of sects or other cults that are kind of growing within this conglomerate city. Um, some of them have like 
earbuds, but they're literally sewn into their ears because they never want to not be listening to something. Ah. Like literally permanently attached. That idea that you are connected to your phone. But body horror. I mean, that part is. I, I'm yeah. I was going to say, I love that this is just like a such a character design driven kind of thing so far. It's like, ooh, we got yeah. all these neat little I ideas. Right. My, my fear was not making it um, Blade Runner, but I'm, yeah. But basically that was the, the gist of it, is in this future, everyone is connected to their phones. The government is basically enforcing mandates. And so there's a special police force that's sent out to you know, make sure that you only have so much screen time. You could have it where maybe that's tied to how much electricity we have to go around. And so that's why it's happening. It could be a social change in which whatever this new government entity is in place has demanded that you only spend this much time on the, your phone because they said so. Um, and I wanted to not be where like we've literally destroyed all of the nature. I want the nature to literally be there, but no one gives a shit. Mm. No one cares. Nobody wants to be there. Right. No one lives out there. But can I ask why it, why, what the reason is for like the, what I imagine to be a stark border, like a solid half line on the globe or something. Mm-hmm. Is there like, I don't know, like a force field or just like, or is it pure My apathy thought was um, large, long-time offenders, instead of being thrown into a prison, are thrown out into the wild by themselves with well, why nothing. Why would anyone want to go out there? You wouldn't. I'm just wondering why... Oh, why? Because no one cares. Why are you I trying to get saying. people to go into the nature where they throw the criminals? I see. Well, I mean, criminals in the sense of the technology, I guess. I don't know. That's a good point, though. Oh, they're tech criminals? I guess. So if, you, if you're a super addict, you're, the government places you yeah, okay. out there. So the border exists to keep the, the quote-unquote prisoners out there? And so they can't get back in, so they can serve out their. Maybe it's not necessarily a prison. It's more of like this is going to be your government mandated uh, retreat or rehab, and Mm. so you are thrown into the woods, and Uh hopefully you live because that's the therapy. Is you just are out there with nothing. I want. I like that idea, but I also kind of want it to be confirmed with like actual physical needs of the planet. Mm. So like. Maybe the planet doesn't rotate on its axis, so only half of it gets light. Light. Maybe. And that's why you don't really want to go into that other side. Is it more barren then as a a result? Like more desert-like? Right. Hmm. But but I like the idea that nature is still there, though. So I'm I'm just trying to figure out, because it's in our nature to go full Coruscant. Mm Mm-hmm. And not just stop it half. Yep. I wanted to kind of visualize Corbusier's idea of living within the machine. But Le, Le Corbusier, for the uninitiated, is a famous right. modernist architect from the early 20th century. <laughs> Fuck him. But he mostly just wears funny glasses. It's true. <laughs> but, but at, okay, I'm just thinking about it. Maybe, maybe it isn't physical, and maybe it's just because cause the government... And because what you're kind of saying is the government is still trying to help people. Mm-hmm. They're going, they're being like, you, you're you on your phone too much or whatever. You can't do this or whatever. And kind maybe of like th- a twisted moral system going on. Right. And maybe they also were like, we can't make this planet into an entire city. So we, we should just do half and then we will still have half for the natural world. Sure. Maybe they also did that. I just, kind of, I kind of like... That that's good, and I also like the the like non rotating planet theory there. And I would think a cool origin story for that would be like, and this is just bullshit <laughs> science going on in my head, right? But like, you know, if this is the near future actual Earth, yeah. then that like, you know, the planet is going along more or less as usual, and then um, the Earth, er, the Earth's magnetic poles shift as it was supposed to, right? Mm. And as a result of like the panic, the the society at large overcorrects and like overdoes things, and like tries to fuck with magnets too much. And as a result, that just like <laughs> <laughs> fuck with right. That's just the easiest messes up. The nobody polarity. knows how ma- magnets work. Yeah, and it just like messes up the rotation of the Earth to the point where it just st- it stops. stops, and the magnetic field kind of goes away, and that like wait, wait, strips wait. away some of the protection. Our dealings with magnet disrupt <laughs> the rotation of the Earth? Like I said, bullshit science. 
I'm I'm sorry. I'm not following all these I, I, rotational. This this is getting haywire. That's fair. That's fair. That's it's, it's, fine. it's the it's, science look, in sci-fi. It's, <laughs> it's think, fine uh, to just ditch that idea and just do the whole moral police thing, like Austin is leaning wild. into. Well, I I don't mind there being some sort of. Uh, snapping point that our society reaches. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably good. I mean, there's, there's, a, I think there's, there should be a good reason for why there's this, this policing, this, uh, this, I don't know what you call it, this resource allocation sort of thing. Blade Runner did it with dust and or rain. Oh, and I those are, yeah, I mean, basically, it's just always dusty or rainy, mm-hmm. depending on if you're watching the movie or reading. Right. My my thought was, if you're filming this, there is not one scene that does not have at least twelve screens on it. My other thought yeah. was, it's very huh. silent, like large groups, New York City, but it's silent as a church because everyone is just on their phone. See, I think I like the idea that. I, I don't want this to be like Blade Runner. I don't want a bunch of screens everywhere. I don't want virtual reality. I just want everybody is in their own screen, yeah. which is what, how the internet is working yeah. right now, is everybody is very isolated. Yes. We're connected, but we're isolated. I wanted sure. that kind of eerie, like you're on a bus that's packed with people, but like no one says anything. And that's what happens and, like and when we were at school. The majority of the light in the film comes from, uh, from the phone up to people's faces. Yeah. So it's kind of a very unnatural thing as opposed to mm-hmm. the light typically coming from above. I also wanted right. like a perspective shot over the shoulder of somebody and just like the absolute rapid succession that, I mean, like a human almost couldn't even take in that information. It's like they're on YouTube for a second and they see a link in YouTube and they go to Twitter and they're on Twitter and then they like it real quick. Then they go back to YouTube and then it's recommended. Mm. You might like this. And then, you know, they just keep jumping and then all here's an ad. And then then they go to Amazon to shop now. And like, it's just one thing after the other and they just continually do it. I like that. I like that also not having screens around because again, you still have a government that's got some morals, Mm -hmm. you know, that is like, okay, we see this problem, we can get rid of it in all public spaces, Mm -hmm. but like you still can't physically take it away from people, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you're still a democracy, you still have individual rights, we can take away the screens from everywhere else except what you have. Mm -hmm. And we'll still even make it mandatory that you only can be on your phone for... Uh, six hours a day or whatever but i mean you get past that and it's a night it's seeing the the government and how far it can reach Mm -hmm. without becoming a dictatorship basically sure yeah you kind of need to lead with incentives not with the iron fist right Mm -hmm. which is tough i mean it's yeah yeah with a carrot rather than a stick yeah right Mm -hmm. yeah Mm mm-hmm so but again, I, loose idea, but yeah. Yeah, but I, I like that because so I loose. think... I honestly don't even know what's happening. It's just so loose. <laughs> <laughs> it's so loose and floppy. Oh <laughs> I, I like the idea, though, that I think they tried the, the carrot and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And so now they're using the stick in a way. Yeah. Like, it's still not... The carrot's a facade at this point. But the stick. No, I don't think they. I, I think they tried the carrot, and just people are still on their phones, and they're they're still uh, constantly. They're not even on. pretending to be carrots anymore. It's all no, it, it's all sticks. But it's also like, it, it's not fully stick because they're not physically beating these people, and sure. like going after. Well, maybe they are going after them now, like you said, throwing them out. I don't I'm know. That sure. that was the thing too. Is like eventually, it, to me, it felt like Blade Runner, where it's like the cops come out and get rid of those who have abused the technology. In a sense, I mean, that's not completely Blade Runner, but like it's going closer to that way. It could be a good cop, bad cop thing. Where oh, we're doing another buddy cop movie. Let's exactly go. right. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, where it's we. I don't know if we know this or if it's discovered later in the film but there's one organization but two arms of the organization there's the good cops who are trying to lead with incentives mm-hmm. and then there's the people who are being a little more violent you could do it that way hmm. i was also thinking what if it's mandatory for them at a certain age to go to the other side of the earth without their phones or whatever for a year let's say and have a quote unquote 
cleanse mm. of all technology so oh. that hopefully when they come back, they don't use it as much. This is, uh, I'm really sorry. This is completely unrelated. I just, I thought of another like visual for whatever reason when you said that, like, cause you said once during their lives, I'm like, how creepy would it be? Like the moment we have like a scene where a child is born and then like the moment it's out, like someone hands it a phone oh. instantly. Mm. Woof. And like the kid doesn't even really know what it is. It's just like chewing and like <laughs> tapping on random parts, you know. But then, like, we get maybe... I mean, it's like the first learned behavior. Four, yeah, get. we get four months in, and the kid has kind of learned how to slowly go through right. internet pages. My thought was maybe instead of making it a us versus them, uh, we, we keep that Orwellian, Orwellian theme. We keep that, but we just kind of have it in the beginning of, like, this is just what things are, and then our story is because we wreck it. As in, like, it's almost a weird survival story, as in what happens when the internet is gone. And maybe these people who are normal people, but with the absence, because if it's like a drug and addiction, you don't have that internet feed anymore. What happens to all these people that normally don't say anything, they're normally just motioning on oh. their cell phone. Suddenly you're kind of scared to go out in the streets because people right. are like shaking and kind of jittery and they're looking oh. for for DVDs and dumpster cans and they, they, they need something to fill the void because they don't know what to do if they're not distracted. And what if that happens because there's a group of people? I don't, I don't want this to be against the government thing. Sure. There's been a billion I mean, yeah, and you could. You, you that, could that be could really be easy to make it. But what I'm saying, it, no, no, no. What I'm saying is this is not against the government. This is, lit, this is still free will, people. All of these people are choosing to be on their phones. Right. Mm -hmm. The government is not telling them they can't. Well, they they are because they're like it's getting to be a bad thing. But like they got past it, and now the government just gave up. Basically, they're like, "Well, fuck it. Like everybody's going to be on their phones. I guess whatever." Yeah. These people see that society is bad. They're not looking at the government and be like, "This government is so oppressive." They're just being like, "Given these people still have free will." they choose to waste their lives doing this mm -hmm. and we want to go shut it down. I kind of like that. I do like the element of it all going away and like people in general becoming a bigger danger than they were. That's, that is very yeah. compelling. Well, cause then maybe you have all these, these little kind of weird cults that magically pop up like the, mm -hmm. the cult that has, they only use their cell phone. Like they won't use a computer or anything. And like, they're just the phone and they're the ones that are wearing masks and like the cult of the faceless people or whatever. And then there's the cult with the ones with earbuds cause they love music, you know, mm. and I'll be damned if anyone can't, you know, change that. Ooh. It, okay. Could, could I, could I craft something major yet again? And hopefully it doesn't fall flat on its face. Sure. So forget about the earth rotation stuff that I had in my earlier <laughs> stuff, but I would like the idea of it staying where the magnetic field does just kind of go kaput, right? And that becomes the thing where it's like, well, you know, eventually this huge like solar flare pulse thing comes out and we can't do anything about it because the magnetic field is gone. And that's what just hits that, that like one side of the planet where it's uh, all full of cities and stuff. And it, that's like it, like EMP. a giant EMP. Yeah, and it just okay. shuts everything down, and that's the the turning point. I thought we'll about see. I, how long I do we last without the magnetic field? You know, I'm not sure. There's probably it's probably a very small seems, number. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. It's not very long, if if I remember correctly. Seems if I remember from the last time it happened. Also, but I was also thinking <laughs> that if it were a group of people that shut this down, it would be an interesting scene of these people that are basic. They're probably like a naturalist cult. Like they mm -hmm. they grew up in the forest side or whatever, and okay. they came in and shut it down. But then these people are turning on them. Because they're like, you took our internet away. Mm -hmm. And it was just this scene of like, we have freed you. And it's literally like them getting consumed. Basically. Yeah. Because hmm. they're just so pissed. Hmm. So the woodland people come back? Yeah, because they're like, well, I think somebody somebody comes from, somebody recons probably the the city. They're They're scoping things out. And then they come back and be like, it has gotten worse. Guys, like it is so bad. Like we need to do something. We need to help these people. Gotcha. And I think that like we feel for these people because it is bad. And then they go shut it down, and these people are pissed at them. <laughs> Where does that happen in the story? Where do you think? <sighs> See, I think 
well, is that the, that's a good question. Cause is that the story? Is that the main story and how it ends is just them dying or is that just the beginning? And then we find society without internet and how they work after that. I've also been wondering who is the protagonist of this that is different from all of these drones. I, I, yeah, I was going to say I necessarily didn't have a character. That That's why I was thinking that this group, the leader of this group is a protagonist. Hmm. But, I mean, if we have him at the beginning, then he's just, he's dead. So you're talking about some hippy-dippy shit where I'm some, some talking about leader some hippy of dippy. a green cult comes but the in. Thing is, they is, should call themselves druids. druids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Non-ironically. They, like, they call themselves, themselves druids. Right, right, yeah. right. And they still use books from D&D. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I was wondering... Because if you take stuff away and we had that kind of government thing in there, what if it was just a tangential thing where we kind of mirror what's been happening with like uh, SOPA or the whole Internet Protection Act where it's very tangential, but like you see a little news blip now and then as people are scrolling, th- scrolling, scrolling madly through. Mm-hmm. These big important political things are happening. People really don't care. They care for about two seconds. Like they're really upset. And then all of a sudden YouTube video. Right. And so what if these, whatever these policies are, like they keep enacting and then deactivate or like it keeps changing things up. So it's like one day you have full 5G or 6G, whatever we have in this future world, internet on your little Verizon sit and spin 6G. and all of a sudden <laughs> nothing. And like people get stir crazy, but all of a sudden, oh, it's back. You know, like you keep kind of going I like that back well, and forth. I like that motif because it's just showing that the government has no idea what they're they doing. Because they don't. Because they're, they're, they're in they're hot trying. debate. They yeah. have no idea what to do at this point. Yeah. So it's like weeks, days of no internet? Or is it? I'd say days, probably. Three days with no internet. And all of a sudden, poof, it's back on for a week. And then it's gone for another. Oh, I like that because then when it finally does actually go kaput, they don't think about it at too much because no. they're just like, oh, this happens all the time, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, but then suddenly the time gets longer, time gets longer, right. and then maybe and then that's they when pissed. they go stir crazy, right? Maybe they kind of go stir crazy, but they don't go like purge levels of stir right. crazy until the last part of that where it doesn't come back on, right? And what if like, the protagonist? What if we keep it really stupidly simple? meets somebody online and their only interaction is through their phone, kind of like her, where he falls in love with the phone in that sense. And he's trying to find them in this large city in the midst of, I have internet, I don't have internet. And then you can kind of show the journey and the twists and turns it takes because at one point he's probably traveling and he's using like Google Maps and all of a sudden, bloop, nothing. He tries to ask for directions. Nobody else knows how to get there. Why not? We've always just used our phones. Right. We, yeah. don't, we don't know where it's located. Some people might give him, you know, vague directions, but nobody can say for sure. Maybe the streets don't even have names on them anymore. They're just streets. They're just streets. Because yeah. it's all digital, Go, or it's yeah. supposed to be digital. Like, they're all, they're all numbered, but it's like, it gets up to like 5,322nd yep. yep. streets. Yes, yes. I, I love the idea of this city just being gray. Just yep. everything is gray and mundane. It's not the bad. Only, the only color are the screens. Yeah, it's not, it's not bad. Like it's still a nice city, oh, yeah. but everything is great. There's nothing there. Yeah. All these buildings are blank because it yep. doesn't matter. People are looking on their phones, so nobody cares about yep. aesthetics anymore. Exactly. Gosh, we sound like a bunch of Luddites. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly right. No, because that was uh, weirdly enough, that was almost my, my architectural thesis. Um, my architectural <laughs> thesis at one point, <laughs> um, it, it dealt with like I kept looking at like where where can we push this technology? How can this technology aid schools? Blah blah blah. VR was kind of a big thing at the time. I mean, it still is, but I would say maybe it's died down a little bit. But at the time, I was like, oh, this could be something really really cool. And I hypothesized like, what if we had basically Google Glass, but instead of virtual reality, it's augmented reality. So the version of Robbie's room that I want to see is whatever I switch it to see. But the reality is, it's nothing. It's blank. It's four blank walls. No one, yeah, no one decorates right. their homes anymore. No, because kind of they don't need to. Or they, well, I don't want to take a page out of Fahrenheit 451, but. It is a little Fahrenheit I 451. Mean, walls of TVs. Oh, sure, yes. sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it's okay if we steal snippets from stuff, because this is, 
This is part Blade Runner. This is sure. part her. This is part Fahrenheit 451. I mean, if it's a bleak sci-fi future, it's, it's by been, default. It's probably been done. It's already part yeah. Blade Runner. <laughs> exactly. As it were. But so. then, but how does this end? How do just everything goes into chaos or do we I want become him to enlightened? Find, I want him to find I it's I think the the people are a background. It's it's the cacophony, it's the noise and you have this one character that necessarily, you know, isn't for or against it. He just has his own separate agenda and he's just kind of walking through the nightmare, so to speak. And he's the one who the audience can ground themselves he's to. He's the one the audience grounds himself to. He's on this journey to find this person he met online. The fun part, the only little spot I have for the ending, is he finds them, or at least he thinks he does, because he has no internet to confirm it. So it could be a complete stranger that might have some ill will for him kind of thing. Like, you know, silent thing where, like, the last message he gets, and he screenshotted it on his phone, is like, I'll be at the coffee place, blah, 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 blah. But there's, like, five people at the coffee place, you know, and he looks at the one, and they look at him kind of funny, and then we just, like, you know cut after they take two steps to each other or something i don't know you'd have to lead it up a little bit more than that but the idea of like you never know who you're actually meeting on the internet kind of thing yeah i, I wanted g- to play with that idea yeah. i guess is that where or maybe his love is actually literally a 400 pound like obese man <laughs> who's like really creepy and like it's just this bleak ass ending where he went through all of that <laughs> And it was a troll. Yeah. It was catfish. literally, a, it was a troll. He got fucking yeah. catfished. I guess, I don't know. I, I like that. I like that ending, but is it, is it enough? You know, like, is it, or is this just, it's well, literally just ending. a love story with this, all of this shit going around? Yeah. I think, I think the, the shit is still very much a primary part of the movie. It's just that our character is only, it's an obstacle for our character. It's always present. All these things, the creepy faceless people, people with earbuds sewn, sewn into their ears, uh, the political drama, the phones turning on and off, everything is a part of his obstacle to get to this person. And this technology that was designed to make our lives so easy and aided and wonderful and entertain, entertain, you know, entertain us has done the complete opposite for this person. Huh. I, you know, I really like that because it's kind of like... Um, like Metro 2033, the book, if you've ever read that book. um, What are books? (laughs) (laughs) And um, it's one of my favorite books. And it's basically like the main character, his point is to like get from one end of the Metro tunnel to To the the other. other. Yeah. But, um, you know, he encounters all these crazy obstacles like monsters and crazy religious sects and, you know... Like all of these, like, and it's like you know, he he never engages with any of that one any one thing for too long. But yeah. it's always like this is a major part of the world that he has to get through. Yes. So well, then it becomes it's the it's like that, almost. or it's like yeah, it's kind of Odyssey, Odyssey-ish, yeah, yeah. Or it's also like Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. They True. literally go in one direction. An even greater classic than and then Homer's they turn around. Odyssey. Yeah. yeah take that, Homer. <laughs> right. He's rolling in his grave. If. Do you think that he probably had a grave, right? Yeah, did did they bury multiple. people back then? Or they're just like, well, How long does it take for our bones to, to decay? decay? Yeah, could I find Paleolithic? I suppose well, you it could. It depends on it whether or not rocks have replaced the bones. Right, right. Fossils. Yeah. Huh. Fun stuff. So what do you guys think so of that I'm, general... Like, okay, so we have thrown out quite a bit yeah we let's, let's clean it up let's clean it and up. there hasn't been a cohesive story it we have a whole bunch of pieces on the table now we just have to pick the right ones and put it together and i think we have all the ideas we need <laughs> i agree right i agree what do you think josh sure let's do it let's do it all right um so main anchor point is do man, we like the love story thing man I, seeks I woman think, yeah it's a good in in the maybe it's literally the, maybe it's literally a Craigslist ad. I would just go person. I would yeah. I don't I don't want I don't it, to it, it to be a love story. I mean I don't mind if it's a love. St- I mean I like I like a relationship story. Sure, because that's kind of what we're ignoring throughout the whole movie is nobody has relationships. That's right. the thing. Yeah. yeah. I guess I I was thinking maybe not so much he's in love with this person. I would I was kind of thinking that they're just they're both fed up. 
with all of this. They're they're both birds of a feather. They want to they find just common want ground to find together. Common ground, which maybe there's a little bit of romance behind it, but it's mostly just like I just want to find this person because they think like me, and I want to have an actual genuine human interaction. Sure. Yeah. So you want him to be like the special, so to speak. Like my only question with that logic is, how are they the only two people in this entire universe that have that line of thinking, or are there more like them? I think there's more like them, but just we're, we're just yeah, we are focusing in on this one person. I mean, it's you could even make half a, joke. a planet. You could even make a joke. Hey, do you want to go to that coffee shop? You know, people meet on people meet in person all the time. Sure, as as yeah. though that's something you have to justify. Oh sure, right, right, gotcha. Yeah, maybe like she's like, you mean the digital coffee shop or whatever? Like, there's some dumb game thing that everyone's obsessed with, right? Right. Because I'm assuming at this point in time, what people do for food is just literally like soylents or something like that. Just like a a, a few variations of flavors of like a a drink, yeah. a catch-all drink that they sell at every coffee mart. coffee located everywhere next yeah, to Burger a, Burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At every corner, there's yeah. a coffee coffee. As long like as there's still Wally. beer, beer. You know, just drink everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's all slushies. Yeah. Okay, so you want? I, I could I could go with that. So we have that, and now we just need to set up the uh, the number of obstacles and the order in which she tackles them, right? Yeah. Until he gets to the, the aforementioned coffee coffee. In theory, much like these all these stories you guys are mentioning, I'm basically I'm gonna guess that things should just keep getting worse and worse and worse until he reaches the end. Because so like I we think, said with the phones coming on and off, you yeah, can really play with that. Right. So I think all of this stuff is happening around him, which I honestly I think in this movie we should show. Oh yeah. Because if yeah. we just that's if we, the point of it. Yeah. Because yes. if we just show him him going through all this and that in the background, I don't think that gives enough context. I don't but know. It's kind of a part of each segment of the story, right? That's kind of what My it, thought, like, yeah, yeah, is it's it's, it's, a, it's a full story. It's just told very indirectly. Like if you're playing a video game and you pick up all the radios and you find out that oh, there's this big plot point that you would have not found out unless you picked up all the radios. That's very relevant to the story, but they didn't like by the way, look at this cutscene that we're throwing at your face. I mean, only because I wanted to get across the idea that like everything is switching because no one is staying focused on anything. It's an attention deficit disorder society, right. but it's still there. And I'm not saying right. I don't want to make it vague. I don't want it to make it a mystery. Like any John Doe who walks into this movie and watches it should be able to pick up on that really quickly. I just don't want it to be the center. I don't know. I want it to be front and center, but also not front and center, if that's weird. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> no, I no, I, I I get it. I get it. I just think that a phone shutting on and off and like the internet finally just going kaput is not enough context to give the viewer. Let me, I mean, I I will say I we don't give audience as much credit as they should get, but this yeah. is a little too less. Let me explain it this way. So someone's looking at a news story on their phone and we get to follow that for about 30 seconds. They cut away. The camera does not. The camera pans up to a TV that also has that news story. We get to watch the next 30 seconds of that. We keep walking with this other character. This character is now also speaking about what was just on the TV with the other guy in a very short dialogue and very, you know, minimal worded scene because people aren't people really anymore right and then you know we go to a guy like typing a news article based on what he just saw and we we get to read it out i mean stuff like that is what i'm saying sure yeah yeah i don't know how else you do that throughout the world because austin you're you're interested in showing more of the story of technology in the world see i'm and more how int- we've gotten to this point yeah and where we are and where we're going yeah and i was kind of more interested in the fact that everybody still has free will so it's not a government oppressing people mm-hmm. It's more of just people oppressing themselves. Sure, sure. And so that's that's what I was more interested in. And so, and I would argue you find that out because he's constantly having to get through this world, meeting new people, and you know, we kind of get that from them of like the guy who's just like, I don't know where it's at. Well, don't you live here? Yeah, I've lived here my whole life. Well, how come you don't know where it's at? Well, I've only ever used my phone to get there. Well, what are you doing right now? The phone's not even on. Well, I downloaded this thing from Netflix before the internet went out, and I got to finish the season. So, quit bugging me, kid. Mm. You know, you get little, little, little sparkles like yeah, yeah, that. I think that's perfect. I think that's a good. Yeah, way. I just. Well, yeah, I think. Why dirt, would why would anyone sorry. be upset about that? Upset about, about what? somebody not knowing where something is because nobody knows where anything is. No, so that there is no person who's upset. True. 
Well, there's no the, reason the for main you character to be if he's trying to get to point A to point B, but he also doesn't know. Wouldn't he be upset of not being able to get there? Is my saying? I think he'd be frustrated, but I don't think there'd be another person frustrated with the person for not knowing. No, I wouldn't say he's frustrated with him not knowing. He's just like, look, I'm literally trying to watch this video. Well, right, but I just I was responding to you saying, well, what do you mean you don't know how to get there? Oh, You've lived gotcha. here all your life. Gotcha. Like nobody would say that because. No everyone has lived there all their knows. lives and nobody knows how to get anywhere. That's fair. So there's not, I mean, that's fair. everyone's kind of, so you know what I mean? It's so like, the been a exchange isn't quite as, as complicated as, as, the ex- as that. Well, the exchange, yeah, I just don't think it makes sense in that world. It would just be like, do you know how to get there? No, of course I don't know how to get there. Ah, damn it. All right, whatever. And, and like, just, that's it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, or, like. Do you, or like, do you, rem- do you remember a map or a map or do you have a screenshot of a map of how to get there or something weird? Gotcha. Like that? Right. Yeah, that'd be a more, yeah. Gotcha. Or because there... I think I think that's how we show a lot of the backstory. Sure. Of how where society is at now is stuff like that is is just through the little the little context. Clues. Yeah, that yeah. was that was my thought on the whole matter. Is every person he meets has a different perspective on everything, and they all have different problems that are rooted at the same problem of we are attached to this. Mm-hmm. Was my thought. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. I like that if. There are different sects too. Mm-hmm. So there's the the mask <laughs> people. <laughs> <laughs> I like that if there's the mask people who literally can't go off their phones, but then there's also people who do actually comply with the six hours, but still don't have a life. You know, because yep. they're still like, well, I have my six hours now. I'm gonna go to bed or yeah, something. Go to bed yeah, for eighteen or, hours. Yeah, yeah they don't even. Like yeah, that. yeah. They live a shallow, shallow life because they don't care. Maybe they buddy up. So like, they, they look at each other's. Oh, phones. They would be, right. They look. Yeah, yeah. One, per, one couch for three people with right. a phone. Yeah, right. everyone is gathered around like it's a movie theater, and but it's a just, cell phone. It's a cell phone. And yeah. there's just like a little conflict. Why'd you like that? You should like that instead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be such a funny like commute scene if people are commuting to work and everyone's huddled around one phone. Phone. Yeah. It's like such a moochy thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of. Peeking out and and uh, groundhogging their head around, and, and there's some level of acceptance screen. for it because it's so yeah, common. that's what everyone yeah. does. Yeah, yep. Like you can just ah, like mine ran out, and you just lean over, and then mm-hmm. the other person isn't just like, "What are you doing?" They're just like, "Ah, I know what this person is yeah, doing." Right. Or it's not even before. you don't even have to do that if you ran out. It's like you just you're trying to preserve your time. Yes. And so if somebody else is doing it, like everyone's doing it. Right. Everyone's like keyed in. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be weird. So then he keeps going through all of these things until he makes it to the coffee shop. That's basically the gist of this, is the obstacles he has to get through to get to the coffee shop, and each of these obstacles illustrates a different perspective on this overall problem. I think so, yeah. Yeah. uh, Can we lay out in like a general outline? Because it's like the map problem, right? That's one. Okay. He, you know, he first out, first off, he's like, hey, I want to meet this person because I have met this person online or whatever. Then it's like stuff is happening, map thing happens. Mm-hmm. He's like, How do I get here? I don't freaking know. Right. Okay. Maybe a bus or subway scene after that, where you can, like, he's on his way there, um, kind of go- knowing, going God knows where. And he just, you know, you see these people where they look down from their phone, it's like, it's done. And they lean over, and there's lots of leaning, or there's already some pre established clumps of people. Um, right. What other things had we established? What I, are other scenes in the movie? <laughs> I think one scene should also be a policeman who is there just to show that stick or carrot doesn't matter, doesn't fucking work on these people. Mm. Like, he's literally doing yeah. nothing. Like, there's not crime. No. There is no crime anymore. No. It's just all but apathy. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just all apathy. It's yeah, all exactly. Apathy. There's no yes. emotion. And he's just like, I don't have to do my job anymore. Like, I've mm. been sitting here for days because I don't have to And do maybe anything. he has access to his phone and no one else does in one scene or something. Hmm. Oh, because he's part of the government. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. The only reason I fear that is then I feel like you'd have that scene where like, he's got a phone, get him, and and then there right. would be crime. <laughs> but, right. Yeah. Right. But maybe, like you said, maybe there isn't. But as we get to the end of the movie, there starts to be more and more crime, as there wasn't, but now there is, because we've broken past the stage of apathy to chaos, because everyone right. had the nookie, and then we took the nookie away. Right. Yeah. So maybe we're showing people that. Yeah, chaos sucks sometimes, but it's better than apathy? Is that what we're saying with this? <laughs> no, it's just a bleak people suck, basically. And this is why you shouldn't be attached to your phone 25-7. Get out there and live. 
But it is true. Who did? There was a quote that I don't. I forgot who said it, but I just heard it recently, and it was like the the number one thing or what is worse than hate is apathy. Ooh. Oh, sure. Okay. So bad things happen when good men do nothing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. True. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So what happens after policeman scene or sub- subway scene or something? Because what else? The yeah. society keeps. How does society break down again? Um, basically, these policies keep getting enacted and then repealed. And through this effort, uh, phone usage and data in general, the interwebs as we know it, keeps kind of flickering on and off. And in this future world, everything is digital. No one owns di- physical copies of anything, so it's not like you can just. Maybe there are DVDs, but like they're all in trash bins or something. Sure, sure. Or like you museums. are museums. Museums, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and people are like highly coveting them after a while. But that was the point is that it slowly gets worse until there's nothing and then no one knows how to get anywhere. No one can order groceries. No one can be entertained. Right. No one can sign up for their new driver's license at the DMV because that's all it is, is online. Right. So, for example, then after the bus scene, maybe we start seeing that take place. And like he walks by another TV like you know shop or whatever and we see like oh this you know internet is down because such and such got passed yes and then um we start seeing like you know all the phones aren't working and people look up and they start getting jittery and that's Mm -hmm. like the next thing where it's like he's got to avoid these freaking psychos because they're a little more attached to their stuff than he is right because he's a special boy he's a protagonist and right you know chaos ensues i don't know and yeah i I also like I like that because it's a, it, it's showing that nothing's real in mm-hmm. this world. Like nothing is real. And then I also like the museum idea. And yes. I think yeah. that he should go into a museum and find the That's curator. how he gets refuge. He thinks he'll get refuge from the people outside. And I think he does because I think the the curator of the museum is also actually more than him. I think this curator hates the world that we're like because they he reads books. He ah. reads books. He has he's one of the museum. few books yeah. left. Yeah, because he is in a museum. He's like he actually loves physical, physical things. things. Yeah. yeah, cool. So i I was thinking about the ending to our movie, and I wonder if it would be more relevant to not uh, lose internet okay. completely, okay, but instead to have the cycle go on. Because oh, I think that would be a better commentary more, on our current times. That's more bleak. Is that we we don't? I mean, right now it just feels like things are kind of the same and are not changing, and yep. things aren't it just really. End. It always feels like the end is in sight, but it's never there. It's yep. never. We're never actually at the end, and no one gets up to do anything about it. Or people do it in very short spurts. Yeah, and then their life is back to normal, and, and it just kind of. So there's fine. a little bit of chaos, and then we kind of. I like that. Put ourselves oh. at ease, and so I think the movie maybe ends. Where there's some chaos, but then you know things kind of turn back on and it's fine. And so, what if the movie ends and he finds this person mm-hmm. and they sit down and then they look at their phones? That's Ooh. what I was thinking. Yeah, is that yeah. They, like that. they find each other in chaos and they get to the coffee shop and and I think, stuff comes back on. Oh, I have a notification. Yeah, like they maybe talk for just a couple seconds and then things come back on and they're kind of. They're trying, but they're looking at their phones. They're yeah. trying to make a, an effort, but they're, you know. They and then kinda... we, like, let the credits roll, like, really slowly, and we just mm-hmm. carry their conversation on, and we just let it get less and less interested yeah. in each other of, like, so, is this a good coffee place? Yeah, it's all right. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm. What do you usually get? Oh, let me. Let me check here. Let me, let me check. Give me a sec. What I usually get? I, I like that. Oh, I got a notification. Yeah. Hang on. I'm really I mean, sorry. I don't like that. Like that leaning, that's, leaning into that bleak. Yeah. Well, like it's that. bleak. It's very <laughs> bleak. I think it's, I think it's more relevant for us. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I like no. that. To not have a cataclysm, but to have a... I like that. I mean, it's true. I'm I'm also... Not end with a bang, but with a whimper. Yeah. Yes. I, I accuse myself of that all the time. I'm always like, oh, I'm on my phone so much, and I haven't done anything about it. I'm still on my phone all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, where you know you know it's quote unquote a sin, but you continue it anyway. Right, and you almost don't care. I think that's the under the underlying theme is apathy. That's the theme of the movie. Just is apathy. apathy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I, we've been going at this for a while. Do we want to attempt to cast this? Sure. Sure. Yeah. All right. Cue the music. And we're back. 
We've got our uh, very limited casting options here, and we're ready to go. Nate, how about you start us off? I gotta go first. Yay! Okay, so in this bleak, bleak world, I have pit one person who's done more walking in his lifetime than any man should ever have to do. But that man will be walking yet again because he is Sean Astin. Hmm. But without Frodo, obviously. <laughs> oh, or is he gonna go find Frodo? Frodo? His Frodo, the person he is finding, is Rosario Dawson. Mm. Oh, okay. And I picked Rosario Dawson because I was like, she's a very attractive woman, but she's not like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but she's not like. I picked Rosario Dawson because I thought. Mm, what's the word I'm looking for? What I mean, a handsome woman. <laughs> she. <laughs> like, the, her. She's a her badass. Physical qualities. Like, she has, yeah. she has a lot of depth. Yes. To her look. Yes. Yeah. I didn't want to pick someone who was like, you know, drop dead, this literally a terrible. <laughs> you guys are te- no, 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 just, no, 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 no. What is a good way of saying someone's ugly? This is how no, it is. I'm I'm just, just, oh, okay. I was just about to say I didn't want a JC Penny model, that's all. Rosario like, fine. Yes, yes. But yes, she's yes, like, great. Like just, she has how it was worded was funny. I, I didn't I mean, know how to, to. I know. I, I didn't know how to. I was no, like, I, I get it. Because she's just, more attractive than any woman I've met in real life and blah, blah, blah. But yes. um, anyway. Um, we can edit that but, out if you want. <laughs> thank you, guys. Bunch of dicks. Absolutely not. Uh, okay. So the point I was getting across was that like she maybe likes to Instagram. And so once he finds her and the phone turns back on, mm. she like. Starts taking selfies and whatnot. Okay. But I didn't want it to be stupidly obvious that, oh, let me guess, this pretty girl is going to start taking selfies immediately. No, I, I got That you. was the point of I the whole you. damn she's not, thing. She's not a plastic. Thank I you. I got you. Well, yes. I, well, I didn't... I'm Okay, I'll use I'm the, just the giving plastic you terminology shit, Nate. next time. I'm giving no you shit. Rosario. <sighs> Austin, how, I you love how you. about you go next? All right. So, my pick, since this is a very... Apathetic movie. That it is. I picked the most apathetic actress, and that is Kristen Stewart. Mm. Oh my Hit the god! Nail on the there. I was gonna start. You're not. You don't her, get to cast anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Someone grab his mic quick for the next episode. She, right, no, Robbie, no, 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 no. Cut the feed. No. Cut the feed. Keep going. No, don't. No, I'm. I'm gonna <laughs> keep going because literally. The only reason that she's doing this is because there's nothing else to... No, fuck, no, no. Still a better love story. There's literally nothing... uh, Yeah, honestly, anything. Anyway, there's literally nothing. There's. She doesn't care about anything. That's fair. Nothing. She's our main character? No, she's the MacGuffin. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that. Yeah, no, no. I don't think you said that part. Sorry, it's the MacGuffin. As a MacGuffin, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. She can't carry a movie. Sorry, Twilight. Turs. Twilight Dirt. Don't apologize to them. Apologize to Kristen Stewart. Ooh. I mean, why would you apologize to stupid fans? I was just saying that... (laughs) Like, apologize to the person you're insulting. I was just saying... (laughs) No, I'm saying those movies are terrible, and she didn't carry those either. No, that's fine. Our fans are not stupid, by the way. No. No, no, no. No, I meant stupid fans. Not that fans are stupid. Just like those are. There's a lot of word you trouble going no, on. No, I don't care. No, Josh, no, you know what? Uh, Fuck what it. She can't carry this? a movie. That's it. I'm done. I'm not yeah. apologizing for anything. Great. Okay. Gosh. I cast Paul Dano as the main character. Ooh. Paul Dano. Um, Paul Dano was in There Swiss Will Be Blood. Army Man. Swiss Army Man. He right, was right. in uh, 12 Years Prisoners. a Slave. He wasn't 12 Years a Slave. He's, I, he's a great actor. I don't think he's... I think he's underutilized, um, but I think, I think he's, he's got a lot cast. of. Yeah, he is kind he's of typecast a little bit. Um, he's just kind of a he's kind of a guy. He's just he can do a person in a world very well, mm-hmm. but he can also kind of elevate the character a lot as well if he needed to. Uh, and I think he ends up meeting in the end, Guy Pierce. Ooh, older. I like that he's an older man. Not too old, but he's an older man. I kind of like that he's. I think Guy Pierce is kind of a handsome man. Yeah, he's got kind of a Hollywood. I think I, I just there's a contrast there. Yeah, I to can where see that. it just leaves a lot of ambiguity as to what their relationship could be. Whether I mean I don't know if you hint at romance in, earlier in the movie or not or no that's, any anything like not not to overdo it but that's an interesting just there's just a lot of ambiguity as to what those two people could be mm-hmm. together. That's why I picked those two. Cool. 
Myself, I only have one pick because, once again, Josh found himself going above and beyond. We all picked. We all did. You're the only one who's underachieving. Once again, I'm outclassed by everyone on this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Let me rephrase. Now, off mic, I did say I was going to pick two, and I don't think anyone else did. I I did. Yeah. Did you specify? Or did not specify. Yeah, Yeah, I think I was just the only one who said, I, Josh, the greatest, am going to pick two. (laughs) I did hear that. I'm paraphrasing slightly, but he did say... I'm going to pick my butterfly and I, Josh, the greatest. And then I I stopped listening after that. Okay, yeah. Um, I stopped at the... (laughs) So for the protagonist, I would like to propose... Aw, this early? To you, Nate. Aw. (laughs) I call my mother. Zazzy Beats. Otherwise known as... Domino Domino. in the second Deadpool movie. Mm. Oh... I've only right seen on. her in Does that she, movie. Yeah, has she done anything else? What but else I see yes. a lot of potential in her. What else is okay. she in? She was in yeah, no, After I'm... Earth. <laughs> what? Okay. She? Oh no! Oh, She's well, no, 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 no. That's that's not it. It was the okay. other flop. It was Geostorm. That's oh, worse. Geostorm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because well, if you watch the honest trailer for it, it's like her superpower is having a career after Geostorm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, nice. Is, all right, cool pick. Do you think? Yeah, and Jordan you know what? Butler's the MacGuffin, is it done? it's Ryan Reynolds, because fuck you guys, yes. that's why. Not yet. If Nick Cage is still putting out movies, I'm right? sure he can. Is he, though? Yeah. There's a trailer for a new one I just saw today, actually. jeez. Oh, Do people watch them? I don't know. I don't Someone know. must. I guess. It's probably Howard Hughes, still alive in his private movie theater. <laughs> Break me the pretty next good movie. Cage. That would be a good movie. Excellent point, Josh. Excellent I think we work, do. Every... Good job, everybody. Let's, you know, it's we're not giving each other. Yeah. Okay, we're giving. Those are the fans outside. That's not us because we're not that potential. <laughs> They're always at my window. Every time they hear that we're recording, it's throw just some like... bird seed out there for them. <laughs> 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 All right, um, thank you everybody for listening once again. Um, if you could please rate and review us on iTunes and or Apple Podcasts. Um, Austin is looking at his phone already, playing right into the theme of the film. Um, there goes Nate. Uh, uh, all of our music comes from Nike Schneid. You can find his stuff at soundcloud.com slash Nike Schneid. Um, hit us up on our Twitter and Gmail. And other than that, that I believe that ends the podcast. For Cinema Architects, I've been Robbie. I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I am Nate. See you next time, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. Austin, I want that every episode from now on. All right. Perfect. (laughs) It's happening. You don't have to ask me. What's happening? Hey, listeners. If you'd like to reach out to us, please visit us at cinemarks at gmail.com. That's cinemarks, not Karl Marx. Cinema, R-C-H-S, at gmail.com. And if you'd also like to follow us on Twitter, we are at cinemarks as well. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.